0: climate crisis denier is going to be in front of us. A climate crisis denier this time.
1: We're a friend in your ear during these challenging times and hopefully linking you with other people with interests and similar worries. We are the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast and we have a question today who is from a self-styled climate crisis denier who doesn't think we're going to air his views but we are do you know any climate crisis deniers they're real people they're just like you and i i'm Stuart, the wild man Mabber, and my job is getting people out into nature in as many ways as possible in the hope that it makes them want to uh, protect the nature that's on their doorstep and uh, i've been a wildlife gardener since 1988 and uh, you'd be surprised uh, what that job uh, Shows you, reveals to you. You see pe- families grow up and mature and you end up doing the gardens of the, of the children you once saw running around in the swimming pool in their undies. Wee Willy Winky type thing.
0: Anyway, who's my co-host? Uh, your co-host? Oh, yeah, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. My name's William Manklow, Thanks very, very much for being with us. We've done three recordings today. It's our third recording in a row. So you're just aware of that. Um, and a film. And a film, a film, yeah. Thank you very much. Fourth recording today then, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm William Ankle. I'm a photographer. uh do a live show. I've been really enjoying the new location that I've um, been recording in, um, thanks to Gavin and Gil. I will say their names because they've been really good to me. I do a live show every week talking about creativity and photography. And my real challenge in this week has been just ma- like so maintaining these sort of like... Uh, levels you know your your energy levels and maintaining your creativity sometimes quite a hard thing to do and it's a real challenge a challenge for me every day to to get up in the morning and 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 just understand what what, what's my motivation today and what do i need to get done Mm. what you'll be guaranteed of is authentic views
1: uh, as we have these conversations that often need having of these world scale issues but we're trying to give this world scale podcast a local feel and uh, through, through actions we often give out or come across, to, we hope we can help you and us address some of the issues we discuss. And what do we discuss? Anything from nature, philosophy, sustainability, human conditions, social justice. We're just two guys, just like you, just trying to have conversations and try and work out the big issues. Who's the question from
0: William uh, from reginald in kidlington uh, i was just thinking think, thinking that there's been so many common threads through what we've uh what we've discussed this you know the common mm. common the commonality between between topics this topic is a little bit different though i this probably is the first time we've had somebody who has actually said they're a climate crisis denier that's what they say right yeah. that's what reginald says right at the start i'm actually going to yeah. start Reading this question by reading the last line, um, because I, I like. Hold I like on
1: a minute, but where's where's Kidlington? In case people don't know, Reginald's from Kidlington.
0: Do you, well, does anybody know where Kidlington is? Kidlington is um, a village, I believe. It's what is officially yeah. still known as largest village in the country. I think definitely lar- the largest village, village in Kidlington. Um, it's a, mm. Kidlington is a you could almost almost see it as a suburb of the no- of, of, of North Oxford now, but it's just how it's expanded. But it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a large village north of of the city of Oxford. Um, yeah. But I, I just wanted to sort of say that first, the last line, um, because uh, he said, uh, Reginald is saying here, I, I suspect as a climate denier, you won't air my views, but there it is. Well, here we are, Reginald. You know, you've sent in a question mm. and we always say, whatever question we get, we we discuss, we debate. Whatever it, when we, we, we will, we, you know, we line them up in a certain way, don't we, Stuart? Um We actually... Yeah. We pick, We sometimes will pick a run of questions, especially if we're recording two or three in a go that, we, that are along similar lines. So it helps our yeah. our thinking. Uh, but we will answer every single question. This is a very long uh, question or long uh, statement, as well. Uh, so I will ask. We'll. I will read the whole thing out, and as always, mm. we'll unpack it. But I yeah. will say at this point, Reginald, that we are talking about the. Uh, we're not talking about you specifically here. I know you're raising these points, but we are will be talking about the actual what the, the the fact the points you're raising, and I think yeah. you make I think you do make some interesting and good points in here. Um, I yeah. think I think you can quite often see, but maybe 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 you might be seeing us as somebody who is on the other side of the fence and the other side of this argument and that type of thing. And we're gonna just kind of pull it apart and we're gonna we're gonna ridicule it, but that's not we just that's just not what this podcast is about. No. But as I say, this is what Reginald wanted to say. As a climate crisis denier, I put forward the following. No one has the slightest idea why a three degrees rise in planetary temperatures should be avoided. The recent temperature rises have provided only benefits to humankind. So why would further rises not? No one has the faintest idea, but it's a better story if it's painted as an existential problem. In a purposeless and irrational universe, it's not rational to think humans are in a unique position to self-determ- of self-determined agency in such issues. There are plenty of opinions, even supposed consensus, but in a scientific method sense, no cause and effect evidence shows that a three degree rise is anything to worry about. Or that three degrees is related to man-made CO2. Until that's available, it's all doom-mongering and catastrophic speculation, and therefore devoid of any use. Who knows who's right and who's wrong? Uh, I, this is Reginald, of course, don't nor do the public, nor do our leaders, nor do the fossil fuel industry, nor do the scientists. What evidence is there that shows the future of our kids is unviable? I know a lot of people on TV say that, but where's the evidence? Where's the evidence that the future is unviable? If you believe a three-degree planetary rise is avoidable, that's up to you. But protesters often don't highlight actions being taken, which clearly isn't enough in their view and creates a false picture of complete inaction by our leaders. This suits climate protesters and their often anti-capitalist agenda. They are not about the climate. And I'll just read the line again. I suspect as a climate denier, you won't air my views, but there it is. Like I said, I'd like to say right now, as always, when everybody sends something into the podcast, we, we thank you for sending it in because we, it gives us something to discuss on this podcast. You really mm. do help. Whoever you are, mm. whatever your views are, you really help this podcast move forward. Mm. Stuart? Stuart? I've, okay. I've I've read I've gone through that whole that whole statement and questions There's several questions there, many questions. Um, which there is are the, a lot of
1: categorics. Yes. And I would argue there are no categorics. And it says I'll start off at the top. No one has the slightest idea why three degrees rise in planetary temperatures should be avoided. I wouldn't say we have no. Uh, we we none. Nobody has the slightest idea. A lot of it is down to predictions i remember a little while a couple of days ago the 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 in the uk the the covid uh, infection rate has gone down and that's surprising a lot of the scientists because they predicted where the with the football european cup and with the you know nightclubs opening they thought it would go up they've been surprised and people have jumped on that saying "Ah, right so we'd have to take any notice of any scientists because they get it wrong you know, there, it's just scientific prediction, you know. You, you cannot actually say, yes, it's definitely going to happen. You just say the likelihood. So I wouldn't say we got, no one has the slightest idea why three degrees rise in planetary temperatures should be avoided. Well, yeah, it's just, uh, you, you might get wet ankles, you know, because, you know, the sea's rising. The recent temperature rises have provided only benefit to humankind, well, I wouldn't say that. So some some areas you just can't grow crops on anymore. Nice. So it's not you can't say only benefit. It's categoric. So why would further increases not uh, be a benefit? Well I would argue
0: well why 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 should they be a benefit? We we don't know. I I, was, I would say there's 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 definitely um truth in this whole thing about we don't actually really know what will happen you know the the, the the predictions are of i mean the whole idea of three to de- three degree increase in my um realm of knowledge is the it's the uh, it's the average temperature right we're talking about the average mm. temperature we're not talking about the top temperatures we're talking about av- on average th- there's going to be a three uh, a three degree rise is can be pretty catastrophic in certain parts of the world yeah i lost the point there if you got something else to say
1: yeah okay well i'll move on uh the You make a very good point, um, Reginald, about um, in a purposeless and irrational universe, it's not rational to think humans have a unique position of self-determining agency. I would argue that, that, yeah, there is some truth in that because um, we could actually produce less carbon start absorbing the carbon we produced but we have no evidence to show how quick that will start improving the overall temperature and making things go back to how we want them to so yeah there there is i do uh, yeah uh, it's not rational to think humans have a unique position in self-determining agency i, I would I take out the word unique i would say uh, i'm not sure we we have we, we we really do have self determining agency as a species and uh, you know, not uniqueness. I mean, it is an uh, irrational and and universe, don't you think?
0: Yeah, it's a very rational universe. I mean it it's i it, I'm I i do not know much about chaos theory or anything like that, but um from my own experience in this in this limited lifespan that I've had already is it, it we are as humans actually just a very irrational species. We don't necessarily think about absolutely everything from a rational perspective and how we react to things. Um, one thing I've got, I've, I've two, two, two points I'd like to raise about like this is almost like this three degree rise. It's almost like we want to stop this three degree rise. And I'm thinking, well, how, how do you do that? That sounds like a very, almost like an existential thing. You know, how do mm. we, it's almost like something you can't even, you can't even, you can't even get your head around, right? Mm. yeah not even close yeah I, i'm losing points today i don't know why I, I had a second point but if you've got anything <laughs> anything else to say we've done this is our third mm. recording today yeah but it's just this whole thing about like uh how we how we actually how we how we look at this how we look at this in the first place and how we mm. see um climate change as being man-made or not now we have talked mm. about this in the podcast many times before in that actually just being being more environmentally aware can only be a good thing mm. you know regardless of whether yeah. whether whether or not a three degree rise uh, should be avoided whether or not the three i mean i, I think there has been negative effects on, on 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 a rise in temperature because you know more forest fires and more droughts and all that sort of thing, especially uh, the, the 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 warmer warmer parts of the world but actually when you think about it um, and I think we've had a, con- I think we may be another question along these lines about, you know, that should we just, should we just, it, I just think it's a good thing to just try to be as environmentally uh, aware as possible and, and, and try to just be, just be mm. not so, not to consume so much and. Um, yeah, it's just a better way to live. It's just a better way to, just a better way to live and live more, live more in harmony with the world mm. around you. Not with nature, because we are nature, remember, mm. Uh, so this 3 degree rise i think this i think sometimes it's a little bit and i i, th- I think there is actually um there's a bit further down where you know we're sort of talking about you know a lot of people on tv say what they say this um and yeah. you know you're you're asking where the evidence is um I, i'd like to ask a question reginald directly i mean wh- you know where where have you looked yourself for evidence you know i think it's always a good it's always i think it's always a good thing to ask ask for evidence because you know, making an assertion about something, and you need to have evidence of that. I think that's 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 a the sign of a of a of, a, of an astute mind. I mm. think. But um, I mean, um, but you know, the, this whole the, three degree rise—is it really? It, it should we should we be we just reframing it into being, just be just be better better to the environment in the first place? And mm. whether or not this is even a thing that that is, the humans are, whatever mm. side of the argument you're on. You can't you can't deny that we, we are having an effect on, on, on the planet and on the environment around us. Hmm. I mean, um, it, it, Reginald also says,
1: there's plenty of opinion, even supposed consensus, but in a scientific method sense, no cause and effect evidence show uh, that three degrees rise is anything to worry about or that three degrees is re- re- related to man's CO2. Well... It seems to me, Reginald, you are um, looking for absolute scientific proof. But science cannot prove anything until it happens. If you're looking for proof, absolute proof, before anything happens, you can't because it hasn't happened yet. You know, it's just all it will ever be is a prediction. So if you're looking for... uh, Yeah, there is opinion, there is supposed consensus... That is the way, the way forward, the fair way forward to, to go with the consensus. If you're looking for absolute proof, never going to happen. Um, and and you you also say, Reginald, until that's available, it's all doomering and catastrophic speculation, and therefore devoid of use. I would say it's speculation. I wouldn't say it's devoid of use because it's called analysis, and it's how the human mind works. So I wouldn't say it's the It's very. I would say Reginald, you make, you make some good points, but you're you're very black and white.
0: Yeah, yeah, that 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 could be something to say, but I would I would I'd mm. I'd stick away from being specifically talking about Reginald mm. in this question. Mm. Um, I think that yeah. uh, you're being fair. Yeah, try, but I, I I like again. I like I like I always like to strike balance in this podcast, as you yeah. know, Stuart. Um, yeah, and that's why you're here. Yeah, because that's how that's how that's the balance between Stuart and I. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think generally, you're Stuart, you're fair anyway. Um, but I just wanted yeah. to make that point that it's like you know yeah. we we are still just we're looking at we're looking at what you're saying rather than trying to yeah. so we're just trying to we're trying to understand it we're trying to kind yeah. of like get to get to the bottom of it and actually trying to cut ca- 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 what what sort of action could we get from these things and often mm. those actions are hidden in what we're talking about I think yeah. they're yeah I I would like to say to you specifically Reginald that if you're you know, you're listening to this podcast, which I really hope you are. So you know that we've actually we've actually replied to you, um, and we've actually discussed your question. You know, I, you know, where did you, where have you gone to look for this evidence, and mm. how have you looked for it? And yeah, yeah. I mean, be by all means do what do what Roman in Slovakia does, and and uh, give us another question. So you listen to what mm. listen to what we're saying here. Give us another question to to discuss because. I want this conversation to carry on. Don't you I want to mm. underst- you know, just, yeah. uh, not, just understand it because I don't... We, we, can't, we can quite clearly say that we're, we, we are on different sides of the argument, but I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea mm. because that's, just, that's mm. just, just a complete assumption, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're right, Reginald, uh,
1: it says um, who's right and who's wrong. Uh, the public, the leaders, the industry, fuel industry, scientists what's the evidence is there that shows the future for our kids is unlivable. I know a lot of people on the telly say that, but where's the evidence? None of us knows who's right and wrong. Uh, There's no categoric evidence. We just have to go with what feels, gut feelings, I think. Um, And where is the evidence that the future is unlivable? Well, all there is, is is modelling, scientific modelling, computer modelling, different scenarios. And... You just have to be ready for whatever scenario comes up. I think that's called ad- adaptation.
0: Yeah, I understand that modelling becomes less accurate the further you, the further you go into the future, and it, yeah. it, it becomes more and more like exponentially so. So if you said like the modelling in five years time that it'll guess it'll get doubly as a- inaccurate in ten years. I'm not. I, this isn't. This isn't. Facts, by the way. This is just just giving you mm. an idea. As I, I've, I've heard this, I've heard a few people say this that the modelling, say in five years, says this. In ten years, it will be twice as inaccurate. In twenty years, it will be twenty times mm. as inaccurate. It's not it, it, the further you look into the future, because we can't extrapolate mm. everything. It's a bit like trying to. It's trying a bit like trying to forecast the weather. The weather is actually really a, a very tempestuous, movable thing, mm. as is the climate. Um, but the the, the the evidence does show. The evidence does show that the, the planet is warming up. The argument yeah. from, from from different sides uh, is that is it man is it man-made is it man is it produced by us. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will give you another give you another anecdotal a bit of evidence, and again take this for what it is because it's my own experience. And I think often <laughs> the only way you can really express yourself is by is through your your own experiences. But uh, the last five years or so, I've got a winter jacket at home that's hardly come out. I've hardly I've hardly worn it because I've not needed to, because it's not been cold enough. Mm. So that mm. would say to me that it's definitely that it, we've definitely got some we've got a warming trend going on here and mm. pretty quickly as well. Both sides of the argument
1: say that uh, the warming is going on, <laughs>
0: you know, but I mean, it's quite you know, it's quite it, it, it's quite evident, isn't it? If, if you yeah. if you just look at if you just look at how the, the temperatures have been,
1: yeah. I,
0: even in the UK, and we don't get a a prolonged summer here because of just we're, we're on an island people. Can I just say that now we're on an, mm. on an island, stop forgetting that we're on an mm. island. So our weather will always change quite, quite dramatically, mm. but we definitely have had a lot warmer weather in the last three or four years. We've had some really, we've had some hot times here in the UK over the last three or four years.
1: Something I do agree with you on in part, Reginald is, uh, I find this, uh, it says protesters often don't highlight actions being taken which the protesters clearly, in their view isn't enough, which creates the false picture of complete inaction by our leaders. I do agree there, sometimes our leaders do do things which isn't enough, but not even enough uh, not even close, but some protests and some protesters don't even say. That, 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 that this stuff's happened. So I agree. Sometimes that the, the, these false claims put out there that the leaders are completely inactive. I mean, so I think it, it, all sides have to be fair. I mean, protesters to uh, give credit where credit's due, you know. Things might have been tried, but not enough. And maybe the motivations behind them caused it to not be enough as well. So I do agree with you there, uh, Reginald.
0: Yeah, I mean, just thinking about, like... Uh we well, like like 'cause we always we always discuss these questions and um and and sometimes I mean in this in this case it's obviously uh, it feels like and I, it, you can't take much from just plain text, but it obviously no. feels feels like it's a real be in your bonnet, Reginald, you know this is something that you, you think about on a regular basis. Um uh, but I would you know, maybe in action again as well for anybody who's sort of like has a specific way of thinking is just to go and have a conversation with somebody who holds an opposite view with opposite view to you and Mm. um, discuss, discuss it, discuss the, uh, discuss the subject, you know, Mm.
1: don't descend into, maybe, maybe examine why you're, you're not willing to do that. Maybe it's because, you know, your argument won't stand up. Well, I don't know. Maybe just, I, maybe just acknowledge, Okay, I I I'm not having these conversations with people I don't agree with, and just say why. That's the action, maybe.
0: Yeah, because I I I like to think myself as being relatively um, open. Um, I've got my own biases. I've got my own um, prejudgments. Of course, I have. Everybody has. But I do like I I actually do like my mind be being changed quite often. Mm. Um, because that's what I see with science when when
1: scientists evolve their model. Because, you know, I, like you said earlier, if you have it 20 years in the future, it's inaccurate. Mm. If they, after about two years, they change the model, people say, oh, yeah, so you're admitting you're wrong then. No, it's just this is the understanding has to evolve. New new evidence has come, alight,
0: come to light. You yeah. know, that's how it is. Yeah. But I, I, would, I would say, you know, just... Uh, it's really, really healthy to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't necessarily agree with everything you 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 agree with and doesn't necessarily have mm. exactly the same world view as you do because it could change could alter what you think and in and and you'll also alter what they think if and this is a big if you have a civilized discussion not mm. you don't don't you know it's very easy to get to into personal insults um in fact um, there's a guy Jordan Peterson I think if you if anybody knows who that guy is mm. Was saying about how, you know, he shut down a whole conversation because the person that he was discussing with was being very personal towards him, rather than actually mm. discussing the point. You know, it was, like, it was almost like saying, "How dare you! Th- how dare you think that way? That's terrible!" It's like, but that we're having a discussion about this. This is mm. it's that a, happened it's a, to
1: me with with uh, with the in-laws. And uh, we were in a pub about in 2012. Uh, and uh, th- there was this big conversation, it wasn't even a conversation. It was a slanging match about home ownership. And uh, it, it, they became very personal and started saying things like, if everybody thought like you, Stuart, the world would be in a bigger mess than it is now. And I'm thinking, you, you just don't have the intellect to actually have a, have a, have a conversation and explore this stuff because you don't, you're reverting to insults too quickly.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. So only, uh, I remember that. have a have a conversation, and really just you know I I think it's I I without I think it's very the uh, whole this whole this whole ratio thing of you've got two ears and you've got you've got one mouth and two ears and use them in that ratio, <laughs> you know mm. listen listen and I really mean listen to what somebody else is saying. I think this is mm. an action for anybody. In any situation Mm -hmm. where you're having a discussion, conversation, especially a difficult conversation. And remember, if you want a really Mm -hmm. difficult conversation, go and do it in the rain because you'll get to the point quicker, as you've said so many times, Stuart. But listen to what somebody's saying. You know, when actually when we're doing this, when we're doing this podcast, um, I can go on a relatively long monologue, which I am right now. Um, but I know that Stuart needs his time to talk about stuff. I mean, this obviously, when, they, when Stuart's talking and I'm talking, we give each other a time to think about what I'm talking about and just formulate their thinking. Um, but um, I will listen to what you say, Stuart, because you all come up with something that I'm like, mm. will change my, my, that will quite likely change my opinion about what I'm about to say. Mm. In fact, I know that I've mm. changed my, what I'm going to say a few times because of what you've said. And that's yeah. how healthy discussion.
1: Mm. But what uh, the last point, uh, apart from uh, Reginald not thinking we were going to air his views, uh, your last sentence, Reginald, was um, but b- by um, claiming our leaders are completely inactive in in cl- in the climate crisis, uh, it, it suits the climate protesters, and they're often anti-capitalist agenda. Uh, they they're not about climate change i think that's dodgy territory because social justice black lives matter uh, capitalism they're all entwined in this and it's all linked into climate and and, and everything so i wouldn't say just because there's a, an anti-capitalist aspect they're not about climate and it's sort of like saying oh you're about climate you're not really about anti-capitalists you know, so I, I think um, protesting uh, uh, protesters are a complex group of people with their own idiosyncrasies. So their views and their reasons are going to be complex. So I don't think we can say because there's an anti-capitalist aspect. It's not really about climate change. It's about communism, because, you know, unless we live sustainably, communism's not going to work either.
0: Yeah. And that's talking about extremes, isn't it? So if, yeah. if you're not this, then you're that, you know, it's absolutes mm. and, uh, life, mm. life, life is extraordinarily rarely about absolutes or stereotypes. Um, mm. we you know, be, we, we try to go beyond stereotypes with this part, po- this podcast. So, um, and that's the reason why, you know, I pulled Stuart up earlier about, you know, being too personal towards you, Reginald, especially, uh, because I, I just think we, we want to discuss what you're talking about and, even um, you, you know, it'd be interesting to see what you, how you react to this. And like I said, please for sending another, sending another question. And that you li- you've listened to what we've said here. Uh, let's let's continue this discussion. And although we can't do absolutes, we've got an absolute
1: date in the diary: September the twenty fifth, four thirty to six thirty at the Body Vineyard in Oxfordshire. What's categorical about that time, William?
0: Yeah, you're you're really good at sort of putting these things in, aren't you? Um, what's the What's the other one about? It's 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 free to listen, but it's not free to make this podcast. Yeah, which <laughs> uh, I which I've, yeah. I've plagiarised in my live show. I I, I will yeah. I will, uh, unashamedly say. But yeah, the live show. So, Stuart and I have been wanting to put this as a live show ever since the inception of this podcast. It's, it the live show was going is was going to be our aim. um Of course, the podcast format has. Um, evolved since then you know and um i think that's also led us to this live show anyway hasn't it you know it's that's just how the podcast is, has, has evolved and uh it needed to evolve and we needed to do the podcast to actually get the live show it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation but we've got a place in uh south oxfordshire uh a place called body vineyard which is in um I think it's sort of it's known, it's Filford Heath, isn't it? Pretty much. Filford uh, Heath, yeah. Yeah, Filford Heath. Uh, we, uh, Stuart and I, actually ran a workshop there several years ago. It's a really lovely place. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a live show. It's going to be in front of you know we're going to be in front of a live audience. You will be able to buy a ticket very 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 soon. In fact, by the time this podcast goes out, there will be a live link there. And I did sort of joke in the previous episode that by the time this goes out, it'll already be sold out anyway. <laughs> but um yeah but it's going there'll be a link in the description as well um that's something to remember for myself there Stuart um (laughs) that you'll be and in the newsletter we'll put a link in the newsletter as well indeed 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 so you'll be part of a, a pilot show where you'll be able to um be part of that discussion and maybe reginald maybe you want to come along to that as well it'll be very much like we'd love to we'd love to see you and we could share a glass of wine together uh well i won't be able mm. to because i'll be driving but you know that's yeah. just how and, and uh, yeah I, i'm i'm rambling please stop me rambling Stuart.
1: yeah so we're, we're the, this live show we'll have two guests we'll have an audience we'll have four questions and the audience will take part in this pilot They will take part in the discussion around each question with us. And then next year, 2022, we hope to have the same venue, uh, a a discussion, a group discussion. We're calling them Environmental Debates Live and Unscripted once a season, September. And it'll be spring, summer, autumn, winter. So come along. Uh, Hopefully we'll turn it into an experiential show as we progress but we need to start somewhere so we're, it will be basically this podcast format in front of a live audience with a couple of displays maybe providing solutions that address uh, some of the issues we discuss
0: if anybody's got a question for us william how can they email us damn you um it's the people's countryside at gmail.com i say that because i was i was just about to ask that question you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, uh, if, if you haven't if you haven't booked a ticket already, why not? That's what I would say. Go and book a ticket now. And Reginald, book a ticket. Come on, you yeah. know you want you know you want yeah. to you want you want to meet us and and really challenge yeah.
1: us. Yeah, we'll have a big red hot seat for the climate crisis denier amongst us. But we're not all going to be talking about the climate. We're going to be talking about social justice, philosophy, and the human condition. It's not all about in the environment. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> so, I'm not sure who the next question's from. I think it may be Paula from Rose Hill in
0: Oxford. Uh, good memory. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, a personal question to us as well. Um, yeah. Shall I just say it right now? Because I've got it in front yeah, of me? Yeah, say the question. Uh, uh, so, Pauline, Pauline, Paula, sorry, Paula, is asking us uh, what our first memories of nature were. So, yeah. So, w- so, what's your quote, what's your first
1: memory in nature? Well, you And have where
0: are you listening you'll have to you're talking to the the, the listener there not me aren't you yeah yeah, i am yeah i'm not talking to you yeah yeah so you know
1: so where are you where are you listening right now and what's your first memory of nature and are you like the listener in the previous episode was listening down at the other end of the garden in the outside toilet you know but i have to listen back to find out what happened there Anyway,
0: yeah, so there's this, podcast, and upwards. That's that, that, this podcast doesn't normally have that sort of echo. So that's definitely the, the outside no. the toilets causing that echo.
1: So we'll be with you again very soon. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being a good climate crisis denier, Reginald. You're a human being with a question that we've discussed.